everyone. My name is Carly Ann, and I'm a health and wellness enthusiast who dropped out of grad school to travel the world and discover my real passion and desire for helping others. And if I'm being completely honest, I'm kind of just figuring it out as I go. I'm on an ever-evolving journey that is often messy, unsure, and a bit crazy at times, but I am choosing crazy over easy. Throughout each episode, I hope you find yourself inspired and motivated to love the journey you are on while also learning to appreciate when things feel like somewhat of a hot mess. Thanks again for tuning in. I am your host, Carly Ann, and this is the Crazy Over Easy Podcast. Welcome back to the Crazy Over Easy Podcast. I hope everyone is having a wonderful day. If not, I hope you are making it a great day. I, as always, just love sitting down, press and record, and having a chat with you guys. So hopefully you are taking some time for yourself. Hopefully you are, I don't know, enjoying the season. If you are listening to this um, when it launches, we have Thanksgiving next week and Hanukkah is starting the following week and then Christmas is a few weeks later and my gosh, where is 2021 going? So today I wanted to kind of, I don't know, I feel like encompass the last like two months of episodes and I feel as though it's kind of been similar topics, right? As always, I feel like it comes back to the title of Crazy Over Easy, Um, but a lot of times it does talk about our struggles and our vulnerabilities and the uncertainties of life, right? And that is why so many of us can relate to one another, whether or not you take away the messages uh, towards your health and fitness journey or towards your business endeavors or towards your current relationship or your parenting. I think like anything else, we can take away a message and apply it to our life. And whether you guys are a parent, I have (laughs) more so now than ever in the last probably week or two, I have been learning so much from Caden and not necessarily him, but from the books that I've been reading him and watching Frozen for the 100th time and just really, maybe it's because you know when you're looking for those answers or when you're looking for a way out from a struggle that you're having or a problem that you're having, sometimes you uncover the purpose or you uncover things in a way that maybe you haven't seen them before, right? Like when somebody tells you something and it all of a sudden sheds this light on it that you have been needing to see for so long. And last week, I was reading a couple books to Caden. He loves all of his flip books and whatever. And I went into his room and I grabbed this stack. It's called um, What You Do Matters. It's like this, uh, there's three books in it. But it was a gift that we got when he was born. And I've only grabbed it a couple times, read it to him. But I don't know about you guys, similar to whether you're reading to your kiddo or you're falling asleep in bed, sometimes you're just kind of reading the words and you're not digesting them and taking them in. And I think I was in a situation last week, I was very hormonal, about to start my cycle, really hyper-focusing on, you know, this new business endeavor, the holidays coming up, trying to figure out some things that we're doing with the house. And I was just hyper-focusing on all of these problems in my life and fears, genuinely fears. I think that the unknown oftentimes it, it brings on anxiety for me. It brings on these feelings of being overwhelmed. I say that I try to find the excitement in the unknown. Uh, you know, there's so many elements of my life that, like many of us, we have genuinely no idea where it's going. And if we lean into that excitement, it's an awesome ride, right? You can typically end up showing up as a better, a better version of yourself versus leaning into those fears, which just, you know, kind of keeps us shelled up or 
uh, scared to take a step. So anyways, last week I randomly grabbed these books and I just haven't grabbed them in a while because Caden's really into reading right now himself. I mean, not necessarily reading, but playing with his books. And these are like the real pages. And so I don't want him to rip them. But he was having one of those just cuddly days and I grabbed them and I was like, you know what, let's just read these. I needed to kind of sign off from the world, from work. And so I grabbed the books because they're a little bit, not longer, but just a little bit more context to them. So I'm reading them. And so the whole thing is called What You Do Matters. And one of them is called What Do You Do With a Problem? One of them is called What Do You Do with fear or with a fear? And then what do you do with a chance? And uh, I am not kidding you, you guys. I was just like, I'm sorry. Was this my therapy session for the day? Because I swear in these kiddo books, I just received more insight and knowledge on what I have been struggling with for the past few months, more so than any other self-help book I'm reading, whatnot. And I think a lot of it is because when we deal with a problem or a fear, I think that we overanalyze it, right? We make it bigger than what it actually is when in reality, a lot of us just need to break things down to the simple steps or the simple actions or um, the simple concept that is in front of us. Sometimes that concept is admitting our emotion. Um, I know for me for a long time before therapy, I kept saying that like in certain situations, I would say, oh my gosh, I'm so frustrated. And I learned in therapy that, frustration actually is not an emotion. You're typically mad or you're angry or you're sad, but I was not in a place to understand my emotion, process my emotion, whatever it may be. And I think a lot of us, we don't take the time to actually understand our fear or understand the problem that is presenting itself. We just overanalyze it. We make it bigger than it needs to be. And I think a lot of this, again, you guys, we've been watching so much dang Frozen. And whether you're a parent, I think a lot of us, I, I saw Frozen well before I had Caden. We were living in Japan, actually, when Frozen initially came out. And I was working in the boutique at the time. You guys, oh my gosh, I think I heard that dang song every single day in Japanese and English. And when I moved back to the States, I had no desire to watch the movie because I was just so over it. But eventually I watched it and I think like all Disney, there's always an incredible message behind it. And I think for a lot of us as an adult, we can watch a kid movie and take away maybe the same No, definitely not the same context. There's no way in heck Caden at 15 months old is taking away the same context, but it, there's always a deeper message behind it. Right. And so I'm watching frozen for the 100th time. And I'm probably again, last week, just in this situation where I think I was really, really at my breaking point of, you know, every couple months you just have this like, oh my gosh, why am I feeling this way? Why can't I get out of this funk or whatever? So I was sitting there and you know it's the Frozen one and if you haven't seen it she has this power that she has to suppress. She she has to try and control it and at the very beginning these little trolls say, you know, fear is is going to be your struggle. Fear is going to be your worst enemy. And it wasn't until this 100th time of watching Frozen where at the very beginning of this movie she is told fear is going to be your biggest enemy. And now for the rest of this whole movie, she is trying to suppress this power, this magic of hers. And the only way that she is able to do so in the end of the movie is to find love or not, you know, the actual human being, but to recognize love. Love is all around you, yada, yada, yada. Anyways, throughout this whole movie, she is so afraid of this 
magic that she has. She is so afraid of this one thing that makes her different, this one thing that makes her unique, this one thing that might require a little bit more thought and energy to really understand. And the fear makes it worse, right? It, it grows bigger and bigger and bigger until finally she recognizes that, oh, this other emotion can actually control it. And again, I was sitting there, I just kind of giggled to myself. I was like, what the heck? I'm sitting here reading books that we've had in our house for almost you know year and a half, this movie that I've seen a million times, but I was in the right mindset to see beyond the, the beauty of just the movie itself. I saw beyond the... Um, you know, I saw the message and I'm reading these books and the one where it said, you know, what do you do with a problem? What do you do with a fear? And I think having it attached as like a noun, like it was a thing, it made me recognize there are so many things in life right now that I am overanalyzing and I am just staring at and trying to, I don't want to say make sense of, but for instance, you guys know I'm trying to figure out this new business that I've been working on. And try. I think since I've been sitting on it for so long, I all of a sudden create this storyline in my head of, okay, how is it going to go when I'm able to talk about it? And how is this going to happen? And what's this going to happen? And instead of just leaning into the excitement and leaning into the joy, you start to create these fears and these problems and these things that we can overanalyze and it creates these big storms. And in this book, What Do You Do With a Problem?, it started off as something small and literally it became this storm, this insane storm in this book. But finally, when this human or creature, I honestly can't even remember what the character was. I was just like, why am I having so much insight into Caden's book? But at the end, when the, the you know, this little, little kid or little person finally was able to see beyond the problem, they were able, and beyond the fear rather, they were able to see this beautiful thing and this other emotion that they had and this other source of control rather and realizing that you can manipulate your mindset and we can manipulate how we see things and how we think of things. And again, I it's simple in the books, right? You're like, oh, that, that seems easy. And all of a sudden, this problem or this fear is now this beautiful step in the right direction or you know, Elsa's, her magic is no longer consuming and destructive. It's now empowering and beautiful. And she's able to share it with everyone around her. But with all that being said, it just made me realize that I think for a lot of us, we hyper-focus on our fears. We hyper-focus on our problems. I know for me, sometimes I almost create a problem out of nothing. Like I overthink about something or um, you think about the unknown, maybe your anxiety takes over. Uh, and again, you guys, this can be uh, towards your health and fitness journey. This can be your relationship. This can be your business. This can be things that you haven't even processed yet. But like a kiddo, they see things in such a simple way, right? They are able, they have, they have an innocent mind. They don't, uh, I guess they're probably analyzing everything, but if we can break things down back into their simple form, if you are in a moment right now where you are just, you have this storm around you, like you cannot figure it out, whether it's figuring out how you're going to get your shopping done, how are you going to get all the wrapping done, where are the finances going to come from, are you going to be able to make that special dish for Thanksgiving, um, maybe it's just cleaning up your house or, you know, actually writing down those goals that you want to start in 
2021 or sorry, wow, 2022, or maybe it's you sitting here thinking about all the things you thought you were going to start in 2021 and you didn't. And instead of, you know, just write it down, like these were my goals or these are my goals or, um, you know, these are the five gifts that I need to get or this is the day that I'm going to wrap. We don't simplify it. We look at everything as a whole. We look at this problem and every day as it passes or something else gets added onto our plate or we don't take the time to process our emotions and we don't take the time to admit an emotion or admit a feeling or have that conversation that is literally eating away at you. I think that we just build upon that, right? We need to go back into that. Again, whether or not you have kiddos, it watch a Disney movie or put on a cartoon and you just look at the simplicity behind the message. But we can get so lost in the beautiful illustrations and the music and the lights and whatever it may be. But the message is relatively simple, right? And when they actually find out how the solution can all of a sudden happen and there's only three minutes left of the movie. So the solution really did, you know, get to the get to the ending. I think a lot of us just let our problems and our fears just sit there and build. And we probably have those good days, right? I think a lot of us, I know for me, I'll wake up and I'm like, yes, I have the control today. I can get through it. I have crushed my to-do list. I'm feeling productive. I don't know about you guys, but I'm like, okay, I'm kind of feeling on top of the Christmas shopping. Um, But I think we do live in a society where a lot of us, we don't maybe get that pat on the back for our triumphs or our um, the things that we accomplish or excel in. We don't take the time to pat ourselves on our own back, right? I talked about that a few weeks ago. We don't take the time to sit in our accomplishments. And I think a lot of us just, um, I don't know, do you guys ever feel like you talk to your best friends and you don't necessarily sit with each other in like those glorified moments, right? People are like, oh my gosh, how are you? And it's so easy to be like, oh, I'm good. But like, Gosh, you know, and we just kind of start unloading our life and unloading our problems. And while I think that is amazing, it is so important to talk about those things. It's also not very common that we pick up the phone and are like, oh my gosh, I finally had a breakthrough today. Or, hey, today is a wonderful day. And I think that maybe if we leaned into that mindset a little bit more, it would become the narrative. I think that, you know, what do they always say when you're trying to, you know, create a habit or, uh, even manifesting, right? We've talked a lot about that. You have to write it down as if it's already happened or, um, I was talking to one of my step cousins this past weekend and she lives in Israel and I don't know how to say it in Hebrew, but she was saying how there's a, a saying in Hebrew and it's kind of like the fake it till you make it. But she said there's more of a positive spin on it. It's kind of like um, have the confidence until the confidence actually becomes real. And I loved that. She said it, it like was a rhyme in Hebrew and I was just like, oh my gosh, I love that it had more of a positive look on it. I think when you say fake it till you make it, I think a lot of us, it's hard. I don't know about you guys. I cannot fake it. I do not know how to be it's just, I always, disingenuous. I don't know how to not be authentic. And I love that. I, I would rather be authentic. I would rather be real. But in those moments where you're lacking that confidence or you're lacking that Um, ability to maybe walk into the room with your head held high and that's when they're like, fake it till you make it. She was saying, you know, have confidence and, and lean into that confidence until that confidence just becomes a part of you. And I think that with a lot of us, if we just took that time to kind of, you know, take that step back, let the dust settle and maybe see our problems or our fears as 
a little bit less than what they are, right? So they do not lose value. If you have a fear or a problem that you are working on, I think that's really important. But I think, you know, again, watching Frozen and reading this kiddo's book, I was like, gosh, I hyper-focus so much on my fears and so much on my problems that I allow them to grow. I don't take the time to control them. I don't take the time to see beyond them. I don't take the time to simplify these emotions I'm feeling. What are these emotions that are attached to this problem I am having? How do I problem solve? solve? If I'm going to sit there and help Caden problem solve something, what are those little steps that you take? I think that I just sit there and stare at the problem and I don't even try and do much about it, or I create a problem where there isn't a problem. You guys, I think a lot of us have done that with significant others. You, uh, you know, the the argument is so minimal or the disagreement is so small, but somebody doesn't say something and so it just builds and builds and builds and builds. And then all of a sudden you're having this awkward conversation because you just let it fester for time. I mean, hopefully it's not just Casey and I, but I feel like that's where we are at so often. And we're like, gosh, this all stemmed from the tiniest little miscommunication or disagreement or lack of communication, yet here we are waiting five days to talk about it and struggling. So I know for me, I have, uh, I've been growing. I've been in a season of growth, whether it's in my parenting, being a mom, being an entrepreneur. You know, the other day I felt so bad. And if you're listening to this, I am sorry. Somebody uh, in my question box it just triggered me. And if you guys have been listening for a long time, I have a whole episode on it. There's a full chapter in my book about it. But she asked, she's like, you know, do you actually have a job? And she's like, or are you just, you know, an influencer mama? And she did not mean it in an attacking way. I took it as just like, that is my struggle sometimes because I don't have a job title and I work so dang hard. But sometimes maybe it's not shown from a financial way or maybe it's not shown from me pulling myself together and putting on real clothes or maybe it's I get to go out to lunch on a random weekday and so sometimes it's a very flexible job to some extent um but I think that I sometimes don't give myself the credit for that season of growth that I'm in and it's been a hard one it's been me pressing record week after week and genuinely you guys are going through the thick of it with me. And I do try and find the positives, but I do think sometimes, I don't know, we don't want, it's one thing to be a positive energy. I love that. I want to be a positive energy. I want you guys to press play. And whether we talk about hot mess or what, I want you to guys, I want you guys to not feel alone in your struggles or your problems or your fears. But I also think that, like we all, I say all the time, life can be heavy and we can still find those positives. But if you're not always feeling positive, that's okay. And I talked about this a lot with my miscarriage, how I was having moments where I was starting to experience happiness again. So I I was happy, but I would feel sadness. And I think that sometimes we think that we can only be one thing, right? And I think when it's the same thing with switching, I had to tell myself, like, I couldn't sit there and say, I am sad. I had to tell myself, I feel sad. So when I say I am sad, it was almost attaching this definition of myself as opposed to I feel sad. It was a feeling and it was an emotion. And it's so crazy how little things like that, we can almost help convince ourselves and rewire our mindset and how we talk to ourselves. So kind of going back to the title of this, with a lot of us, where is your storm? Where is this problem that you are growing and this fear that you are feeding into? How can we maybe control it a little bit with 
recognizing its its meaning and its understanding its meaning. And I know for me, I honestly, I fear sometimes what people are going to think of me or I fear sometimes of failure, whether that's monetary failure, whether that is um, the approval of others. Uh, when you know you think about launching a new business or you think about starting a health and fitness journey, there it's inevitable. It, there's a fear of failure. There is a fear of you running into problems, whether it's financial problems, whether it's not actually losing the weight you had intended on, or whether it is getting those people in your life to support you. These are problems and fears that we can grow in our head if we allow them to. And so if we don't gain control or gain perspective rather and admit to ourselves, hey, this is a problem that I'm just growing and this is a fear that I'm just feeding into, I think they consume us and I think they take over absolutely everything. And if anything, I almost think they block off paths that are totally available to us and it just creates this this barrier and this boundary in who we can be and who we can become. So I just wanted to share that because it might sound dumb, but I've been going back and reading that book and the last couple of pages and just recognizing like, hey, we need to recognize when there's this chance in our life or not fear it, right? Or we need to recognize when a fear is consuming us and beyond that fear is this awesome path and this awesome journey and fear might still be there right but we just change how we look at it it doesn't need to be this storm it can be exciting and I think in the book it was like a bird and it had wings as opposed to it being like a tornado so if you are being consumed by a fear or by a problem um, let's try and break down our mindset a little bit more and and again you guys know I am recording this. I am saying this out loud while I am still in the thick of it. Um, You can have those moments where all of a sudden you think you have that control over it and then the next day it's consuming you. That's okay. That's not a step backwards. That's just working through life, I think. I think that's working through growth. Um, I do think that with every season and with every day, uh, you know, we get to choose that mindset. You guys know I always say make it a great day, but you can say it and it can still be a struggle sometimes. But with the end of the year coming, um, I don't know, I just want us to maybe lean into those moments where we maybe can rewire our mindset a little bit. I know for me, I'm really working on it because I have big goals, whether it's in my family life, in my marriage, in my business, in my health and fitness. I feel like I scroll through Instagram sometimes and I'm like, oh, that's like such awesome I want to say like Fitspo, right? Like I really do like looking at people who are inspiring and pushing hard in their fitness journey. And I love to be that person sometimes, but I also know that I'm not that person all the time. Um, I don't know. I feel like I connect more on that mental and emotional level. And if I can inspire you physically, awesome. Let's get moving together. Uh, But I just feel like this is such an awesome time of the year for us to shake off some of that baggage. If you're not where you want to be, Um, if you're not where you intended on being at the end of this year, let's not look at that as the problem. Let's not go into 2022 with these fears and these problems that are consuming every road ahead of us. Um, Acknowledge them. Let's see the beauty in them. And I know for me, it's um, leaning into those other emotions, right? Let's recognize the fear, recognize the problem, but how can we find the joy and the excitement and the enthusiasm behind them? And if that means expressing it to somebody who needs to help you 
find those other emotions. Let's do it. If that means listening to this episode over and over again, that's wonderful. If that means you have to go watch Frozen and find her control, her her fear and gain control over the magic in her life to see it as something that is beautiful and inspiring and uplifting, let's do it. And I think that let's just create a little bit more simplicity. Um, the world is heavy. Life can be hard. It can be challenging. And I think that if we just kind of, I don't want to say close the doors to the world or shut things off, but ground ourselves a little bit more, look at the four walls around you and find the simplicity within your home. Um, that's something I'm really trying to work on decluttering and finding the beauty behind the mess. <laughs> um, that is something that is where I'm at. And, um, I just appreciate you guys because I feel as though since I've started this podcast, life has been a beautiful mess. It has been a hot mess. It has been beyond crazy over easy. Um, but like the title of my book, it's Bless the Hot Mess. And um, I know that for me, I want to have the mindset of leaning into that blessing that uh, behind that hot mess. So anyways, um, hopefully the little... I don't know, kiddo books and movies can inspire you this week or whenever you're listening to this to find the beauty behind it all. So I appreciate you guys as always. Make it a great day and I'll catch you in the next one. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's podcast. Your continued support means more than you know. If you enjoyed today's podcast, it would be greatly appreciated if you could leave us a review and subscribe to the podcast, as well as screenshot this episode and share it on your social media. I would like to thank each and every one of you, as well as my editor and producer, Michael, for making this podcast possible. I appreciate each of you so much. And if you'd like to know more about me or follow me on other social medias, you can find me on all platforms at Carly Andell. Thank you again, and I'll catch you in the next episode.